Welcome to episode 359 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast, a podcast about life if your life is all about parkrun. I am Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am Ollie Spake and I'm joining from Dharawal country. Welcome back, Ollie. You've had a little holiday, is that correct? I have, yeah, yeah. I have had a four-day weekend and... um. Uh, probably generous to call it a cruise. It was a cruise of sorts, a, uh, a bit of a sampler, a float. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of floated up and down the coast on Parkrun Day too. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 get to that. But yeah, how have you been, Mel? I've been very good, thank you. And we should say <laughs> we are recording on a new platform for the first time this week. It is called Riverside, so um, it's a bit of a test. Let's cross our fingers, Ollie, that we have a podcast this week. Absolutely. And uh, everyone, please let us know what you think. Do you notice anything different? All feedback is good. Because we're still working out how the buttons work. That's right. That's right. I didn't even learn the last one's buttons very well, but <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> we might have an improved quality of audio. You never know. Never know. Yeah. Yes, but um, our old recording platform, Zencaster, ceased to offer a free, um, what would you call it, a free version that we could record yeah. on. And being as we have no income. <laughs> well, yeah, I did spend the entire budget on a new whiteboard too, so. Hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. No, but my week's been uh, good so far. It was only Monday. Well, it, it's all up from here too. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, Mel. <laughs> but do you want to tell us more about your cruise? Tell me, what was the name of the ship? Ah, well, I was on the Ovation of the Seas, which departed Sydney on Friday afternoon and then returned AM on Monday. Uh, it was, I think, originally meant to take, take us down the coast and stop off in Eden on the south coast of New South Wales, but uh, as that was cancelled, we just apparently floated backwards and forth between Sydney and Newcastle. And it was it was wonderful weather. It was time with the kids, with Kathy and with her parents as well. And not ideal hill training as I think uh, I have been fearing, but um I did I did find the gym. I did find the treadmills can give me a bit of an incline as well. And Mel as I mentioned, I was away on Parkrun Day, but I nonetheless did get out there for a 5K 9.12 laps of the ship wow. <laughs> to complete my, my Parkrun Day experience, which was a little bit of a challenge with the headwind as I rounded the, uh, the bow of the ship. But uh, that's all right, nothing like a challenge. So does the – I've never been on a cruise ship. Does, does the track run outside? Because I – I don't know why I thought yeah. they were internal. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, and and I I wouldn't know the the different permutations that might be across different you know, cruise ships, but this particular one um, is actually a ship that I'd been on with Kathy and Hannah and Zali and Ava about four or five years ago. So Hannah and I previously had done a pop up park run on that very ship on that very deck, and. Uh, this time Hannah didn't join us, so it was it was just me. So I did look disclaimer. I did start my park run a bit earlier, um, <laughs> five fifty in the morning. And is that because of the weather, or you just didn't want people to see the crazy man running around around in circles? 
Well, that was um, actually one of the few times in the morning that they would let me out on the running track. So, oh. um, yeah, for some reason it was it was closed um, relatively often in the morning. And the main reason was, of course, I, I couldn't stand between my daughters and breakfast. <laughs> so, so I had to had to get my park run done. Um, but yeah, yeah, a good. Uh, I think it was twenty eight minutes and three seconds. Uh, there was a, a little bit of an incline each time rounding the bow. Um, so yeah, nine little bumps in in my Strava profile, which it hasn't uploaded yet. So I, 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 I don't. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I I did track it. It doesn't work, Ollie. I've tried it on the Spirit of Tassie. It just like I, it just very naively swirls. thought I would get yes. like patterns of walking around, you know, the outside of the decks in a nice circular. <laughs> and no, I had a straight line because, of course, the boat's moving. You're moving. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I was like, "You're such an idiot." So I think, according to my watch, it was about six point five three. We weren't going very fast. Um, 6.53 Ks, but yeah, nonetheless, I got my experience in uh, post-park run coffee, didn't live up to the usual post-park run coffee, and I, I was the only finisher at event number two. And you didn't see any other people out there doing 5 Ks either? No, not not a soul. Oh, that's disappointing. Not a soul. Mm. Bugger. Yeah. So yes, that that was my park run day. Uh, I do look forward to getting back to a real life park run sometime soon. Mm-hmm. And we can hear a bit bit more about that later. Yes, that's right. But Mel, I trust that you you actually did park run. I did. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> Not much to tell. I didn't prepare anything today. I went to Point Cook. Been there before. <laughs> mm-hmm. How was Point Cook? It was nice. It was festive. They were celebrating a few um, milestones of local people and they had somebody cross the line. Oh, I should have written it down. They were a certain number finisher at Point Cook Park Run, so they made a bit of a fuss over them, you know, one of those numbers with lots of zeros on the ends. and Ah, I see, I see. Something like yes. that. Yeah. 50,000th. There we are. I just happened to have the results open. There we are. Thank you, Ollie. You're such a quick Googler. <laughs> <laughs> this time I did have the results open. Really? So I'm a quick scroller in this case, yes. Yes, I chose Point Cook because I didn't have a lot of time in the morning to go anywhere. I needed to go somewhere quickly within a certain distance of home. And I was looking to um, work on my PNDX. So Toolan Creek was out because that would have ruined my streak. Pepper Tree was out because that would have ruined my streak. They're the two closest park runs. And in my, yeah, Point Cook is probably my next closest park run. And I hadn't been there in a few years. So, so I went out there and I brought my attendance at Point Cook to eight. And that's the whole point of raising my P-index to eight. So I now have five events on eight or more. Well done. So I've got two events on seven. Mm-hmm. That's Wilson Botanic and Frog Hollow. They're both over in the southeast. So I need yeah. to get to both of those events and increase them to eight. And then I've got to get one more event to eight. So what are the candidates to? Uh... Well, I've got four events on five. Mm. And they are mm-hmm. Albert, Westerfolds, Pucker, and Studley. Yeah. So if I hazard a guess, um, I might look at Pucker to bring that up. 
Yes, yeah. You know, birds and stones and all that jazz. That's right. Plus, I'm keen to get back there and see me mates, so, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but, no, working on the appendix is a nice little distraction to have in your back pocket when you can't get to a brand-new event. That's right. Oh, and I caught up with adventurer Andrew Reynolds as well, so it was nice to catch up with him, have a little chat. He's also a Victorian greatsman. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that sounds nice, and, and it must be a nice treat to have one a little closer to home at, uh, from time to time there. Yes, exactly. Didn't have to get up early. Yes. Didn't have to drive very far and was home, and, uh, yeah, so I was out Saturday night. So there you go. That's that. That is that. And and I was expecting to have some internet connection on the ship, but I couldn't even manage that. Um, so what I didn't manage to do on the ship was to log my Saturday morning park run as a naughty. Oh, no. Last week. However, I did manage to log one on Friday morning, Mel. Oh, so you are included in the numbers. I hope I am, <laughs> unless I mess that up. <laughs> I hope I am. As I understand, we, we do have a bit of news and discussion following on from last episode. We do. So Top put the call out last week for adventurers to log a knotty because the numbers of knotties have been dropping. Not many people are still doing it. Uh, aside from Tony <laughs> and I assume Jackie. Um, so the adventurers got behind it, Ollie. I'm so proud of you guys. We had 34 adventurers log a noddy and uh, take the, well, the Australians uh, figures had a spike from 93 the week before to 127. So that was a nice little rise and obviously the international naughty numbers would have also had a lift because our international adventurers would have not appeared within our Australian totals, obviously. Yeah. That would have helped the global numbers. So there you go. We did it, Talk. We <laughs> and I think it was actually the largest ever number for Australia in noddies. Wow. I think. Yeah, did it is an understatement. Well done. Hmm. Yeah, anyway. yeah, so a bit of news there. Now, I also wanted to raise Ollie. Um, I was just looking in what happened over the last seven days. Parkrun Australia, um, they had a little announcement that they had joined yes. forces with Diabetes Alliance Program Plus, which is um, an initiative to enhance diabetes care in communities. And so Parkrun Australia is collaborating with an innovative program in the Hunter New England Local Health District called Diabetes Alliance Program Plus. Specialist teams travel to communities to see patients with diabetes alongside their general practice team, improving access to specialist knowledge and supporting collaboration between health professionals. The specialists and GP teams support each other to give people with diabetes the best care available to manage their condition, particularly in rural areas, uh, which is a fantastic initiative and, and I think fits with the Obviously, the community impact that the parkrun seeks to have across these rural, uh, regional and remote areas. Yep, and further encouraging GPs to prescribe parkrun for health and wellbeing measures to um, have a positive health impact. So, yeah, yeah, that's really good. And the announcement came with a released video as well that's been used in social media and I think uh, like in, within the GP network 
all over the place, actually. Yeah, it's great to see and I look forward to, to seeing and hearing more about it. Speaking of seeing more, Mel, um, I understand the hoodies are on their way. They are. So we discussed the arrival of the milestone hoodies in the UK a month or so ago, but they're mm. going to be appearing in the Australian shop, I noticed, Ollie, from the 28th of November for pre-order. So that will make a lot of people happy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I imagine so. They are. They. Uh, I mean, the the colours really do look fantastic and and nice and bright. Um, I haven't landed on whether I will order anything at some stage, but um, yeah, I do look forward to seeing them about. Maybe in time for winter. In our case, mm, on the Christmas list. Remember. Well, yes, yes, yeah. It would be nice to add to the Christmas list. Actually, that's a good point. Mm. <laughs> But um, I think that's that's it for our news and discussion, Mel. Um, however, we do have a, an update across the ditch from Alison, who's been out uh, recording a roving report from a new park run there. So why don't we pause ourselves and have a listen to this week's roving report. Koto, it's Alison here reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. I've come to Tamaki Makoro for the launch of Northern Pathway Park Run. It is the eighth park run in Auckland and the 43rd open event in New Zealand currently. So let's see who I can have a few words with. So I'm walking on the Northern Pathway with Anna. And Anna, what's your involvement with this part of Auckland? I'm the chair of the Upper Harbour Local Board. And Upper Harbour stretches all the way from North Cross to West Harbour, so it includes this whole beautiful pathway we're on. Now, at the start, before we started, we learned about the pathway. So can you share with listeners what this pathway is? Yeah, sure. It was part of a project called the Northern Corridor Improvement, which was a $700 million project around this area and there was improvements to cars to public transport and for walking and cyclists so for cars they added a lane on this portion um, here by constellation and they also did a flyover a fly under an underpass directly out to west auckland for buses they extended the busway that used to stop at constellation all the way to albany it was a real pain you'd stop they'd be at constellation and then they'd get off the motorway and trundle along and it was it was very time consuming especially when you just want to be home and then there's this new pathway which goes all the way from albany to constellation and then from constellation up state highway 18 up to albany highway so an absolutely brilliant asset and i'm really really hoping one day that we can convince the planners or the powers that be to extend this pathway all the way to the Harbour Bridge and then maybe even over it. That Wouldn't would that be, be great? That would be good. This is an ideal path for a park run. Um, this is your first park run today? This is my first park run. I do a bit of walking but not organised. And um, what do you think about oh, the pole park run concept? I think it's amazing. I think I might come more often. What a great vibe. Everyone there having fun. And it looks like a real sense of camaraderie. And to have people from Manchester and Napier and Tauranga, it's quite cool. 
Yeah, it's supremely cool. Do you do many? Um, yeah, I park run every week and I'm one of a few who are here today who've done every one in the country. Oh, fantastic. So we're all excited that there's a new, a new, new event for Auckland yeah. to get more and more people active on a Saturday morning. Yeah, and I love the fact that it's 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Now you can be done by 9, you can go home and do, do what else you need to do for the day. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to get my kids out next week. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Anna. You're most welcome. Thank you. I'm here with Scott, the event director for Northern Pathway Park Run. So how do you think your launch went, Scott? I think it went way better than that expectation, frankly. Yeah, so many people. Like, we'll be close to, I think by the time we finish, I think we'll be 280 or somewhere around there. So we're, and everyone was just um, a, a few little little nudges about the, the course, but it's a, it's a perfect, nice, flat um, <laughs> pathway. pathway. <laughs> yeah, well, right. the surface is smooth, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah but smooth, I, that's what I mean, smooth. <laughs> it's definitely not flat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was the inspiration for this park run? Oh, well, I, I guess, firstly, I'm just so obsessed with seeing more park runs. So that, and, and so my, my eye is always out for a new new park run. And um, when they were building the extension to the bus expressway and then they started to build the pathway next to it, I, uh, it was a good almost 12 months ago, I thought um, there's, there's got to be an opportunity here. And so I've just been keeping an eye on it. I've run it a few times even when they were still building it. And then um, once it was fin- finished, it was just, been, to me, it, be, it was obvious that it had to be a park run. So that, that's how it happened. And it's quite hilly. Yep. Yeah, it is. Um, well, it depends how you look at it, because because it's out and back on the same route, then that actually means it's at the end it's a zero elevation. So it's really just a state of mind. That, that's one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know if you've got many absolute first-timers here today to increase our parkrun yeah, population? Yeah, yeah, well, I counted a dozen at least of brand-new people. So, And, and they, the ones that I saw were locals. I knew that knew them, know them as locals. So, um, yeah, we've got at least a dozen new ones. And, and there'll be more because we've been promoting it in the local area. And um, then once we get past the inaugural, you know, it starts to yeah, become more of a local run. And, mm. yeah, there'll be a lot of people. Yeah. Now, have you already got your eye on another parkrun course? <laughs> I always do. Um, I've, I've been looking in the – not that I live there, but I've been looking in the Thames area. Uh, we're very keen to try and get one up, sort of walk, walk with some something in between. A walk with definitely yeah, needs one. Yeah, So we're, we've been checking out some courses up, potential courses. So that, um, now we're, we're always looking – Andrew and I particularly, you know, we're just always looking around the, the – yeah. Anna, my wife, just she's so patient with me. We're, we're driving through a town. We say, "Oh, let's go in some of these back streets and see if we can find if there's a course somewhere." Yeah. Uh, is Andrew your co-ed here, or is he still no, co-ed co- just at Sherwood? Yeah, co at um, Sherwood. Yeah. Yeah. And you then, two set that one up together. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And this one, and then yeah, yeah, good team because yeah, as I said at the briefing, yeah, he's the patient one. So he keeps me like just, just yeah, because I want it to happen straight away. And so Andrew's pretty good. At saying okay well we'll get there yeah. and uh, this one's been about probably from the time when I first started to seek landowner permission which you know, was uh, the tricky one around the bureaucracy because it's Waka Katahi, Auckland Transport and Auckland Council so there's three of the um, so there was quite a bit of going round and round in circles for, for nearly four months before we, we could get the sign off uh, but we got there Cool. There's been lots of happy faces when you hear some applause as you can see the tail walkers coming in so I think that's wow, our cue yeah. to 
start heading towards the coffee, yeah. the main event. Yeah, and it's a great little cafe, the Euro Deli. Tom, yeah. Tom there is just uh, so excited about having us. So. Well, it's congratulations good. on the successful launch of your events. Great. Thank you. Thanks for coming. And that's a wrap from Northern Pathway Park Run. First park run in New Zealand to start with the letter N. And one another thing that Anna told me after we'd stopped recording, we carried on walking together, was that on the Northern Pathway, they have planted 280,000 native trees, which is a phenomenal amount. And when they are all fully grown, it's going to be absolutely spectacular. It is... I mean, it's next to a motorway and you go across State Highway 1. I think it's the first in New Zealand to do so. But don't let that detract you from going. It is an event to be visited. Definitely a great addition for Auckland. And even though it is a challenging course, I think this is one that people are going to love. Um, We went to the cafe afterwards, Euro Deli Cafe, just across the road from the start finish area and stayed there until one o'clock because yeah there was some really good conversation and the coffee there was awesome loads of selection in the cabinet and also on the menu so if you come to Auckland you've now got an eighth park run to choose from I know it's pretty difficult but I can definitely recommend this one so that's it from me and I'll see you another time on another park run adventure great to hear from Alison over at the new Northern Pathway in New Zealand. So Ollie, it's good um, probably opportunity to reiterate that over in New Zealand they don't have a restriction about silent launches or anything like that. There's only I think three countries in the world that have Mm. the silent launches being the UK, Ireland and Australia. Yeah. So it was good that Alison was able to get there and enjoy the the birth of that event, um, walking with Anna, discussing the new pathway and E.D. Scott, the fact that it's New Zealand's first N. Yes, yeah, which yeah, I'm sure is very welcome, very, <laughs> very long awaited. For those beleaguered alphabeteers that... <laughs> That's right. And a little bit of elevation. I believe so. Which is good fun. Not the easiest of courses, but, you know, sounds like it's a ripper. And bringing the events in Auckland to eight. Yeah. So they can do longest run. Well, they already could, couldn't they? They could, yes. Mm. Yeah. But now they can they can mix it up even more or do what the Sunshine Coaster. True. Yes. Ah, but Mel, I think it is time to check in with Dazza's, um, where this week at Dazza's, Dazza said, Remembrance Day 2023, at the 11th hour on the 11th day, in the 11th month, we will pause to remember all who have paid the ultimate sacrifice for peace. Thank you to all who have or do serve. Dazza welcomes you all warmly. And of the many people checking into Dazza's, we heard from Cass Castleton, who said, brilliant day at Queenstown Park Run to complete the eighth alphabet get to see so many parkrun world tourists and adventurers great day had by all plus a new country for volunteering tail walker today and uh, Cass shared the picture of himself with a huge chocolate cake yes congratulations now we also heard from wendy glenn 
Birdsland Reserve for my friend Joe's 250th milestone. We've literally known each other through our parents pretty much since we were born. She's as sweet-natured and generous now as she has ever been. And Wendy shared a photo of herself and Joe in the Birdsland selfie frame. And so congratulations, Joe. I know Joe. I know her from my days running with the slow burners. So congratulations. Oh. Yes. Yeah, big congratulations there. That's very exciting milestone. Now, also checking in, Barbara Luther, who said it was great to park run at Hamilton Island this morning with Belinda Taylor. And Belinda did add tail walker duties on the island, paradise with a selfie on course showing the water behind her there. And um, yes, the pick there did have Barb and Belinda in their adventurers tops um, by the flag at Hamilton Island, which is a great, fun, and challenging park run. We also heard from Gemma Holly, and she said, sailed the seven seas to celebrate the seventh anniversary of Nepean River Park Run. And there was a picture of Gemma and her friends dressed as pirates. Arr. Well done. <laughs> happy birthday to Nepean River. Yes, yes. Happy birthday to the team there. And uh, special congratulations, Gemma. I am envious even just of the fact that you managed to mark the occasion suitably. Um, <laughs> I will always rue the day that I didn't. You just like dressing up as pirates. Yeah, one job. Um, <laughs> but we also heard from Val Warwick who said, Steve and I, Janet and Jeff, had a fabulous five hours together. Janet and I park walked, but as there were no first-time park runners, we didn't have anyone to take under our wings. We enjoyed each other's company, cheered on passing runners, stopped and talked and checked on others, and thoroughly enjoyed Natuwama's alternative course. And then there was the park faff over brekkie. And in between all that, we all stopped talking for a minute's silence at 11am. Yes, Janet and I can keep quiet. Definitely a fabulous time together. And the photo of the four friends there in the selfie frame. And I thought that is a really good example, Ollie, of what a park walker is all about. Friendly, encouraging and engaging with the other participants. So good work, girls. Perfect modelling. Yes, yes, very much so. Ollie, we heard from Andrew Yeatman. Lake Claremont Park Run finished tokens for volunteer number 125, location 29. First week as a park run photography and video ambassador, so the camera came along for the ride. Well done, Andrew. And Andrew shared a photo of himself in the selfie frame out there at Lake Claremont. Fantastic. Well, we look forward to seeing many, many more pictures and videos there. Now, someone who... Uh, took the time out of uh, a special weekend to check in was Sonia Polman, who said, thank you, Georgina Devine, for my magnificent fairy bread cake. And the pic of Georgina and Sonia holding the fairy bread cake, uh, which is um, shaped like a slice of bread with hundreds and thousands on top. So a great effort there. And wanted to say a special happy birthday to Sonia Polman. Yes, happy birthday for, well, what is currently in our time yesterday, Sonia, but I uh, hope you had a, a fabulous parkrun day as well. Now, we also heard from Johan Duvenage, and I thought you might get this one, and I was going to laugh at you doing all the pronunciations, Ollie, and look what happened. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Johan says... We try our best. <laughs> went off to Umfazoli Parkrun, South Africa, on the north coast to complete the Manzini Explorer, similar to the Peel Club, and now having run 
in all 22 South African regions. It was a beautiful morning, although a bit hot and humid, and the run was awesome with a sighting of some antelope and a giraffe, made all the more fun by having Chris and Heather Reeler there. And Johan shared a photo of the Manzini Explorer Achievement from the Running Achievements app with the green tick to say he's done it. Good work. Yes, congratulations. And, uh, yeah, oh, some of the sights at the South African park runs, um, yeah. We get excited about giraffes, but they probably think kangaroos are exciting and we just go, meh, kangaroos, meh. <laughs> and the koalas and the platypus, yeah, very, very true. And and the um yeah the the resident red belly black snakes and and the like that's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> now we heard from Callum Burrell who said there was a minute silence observed before the start of Bolton Park Run. It was nice for the Burrells to meet up with Cameron Story whilst on his UK adventure, a friend of three. And the photo there of Callum, Lindsay and Cameron with the Bolton pop-up. Adventurer Steve Walsh was also in attendance there. But, um, yeah, thank you, Callum. And, um, yeah, great to, to see Cameron popping up during his time over there. Obviously, Callum was part of the fabulous team that hosted us at Palm 23 this year. Now, lastly, we heard from Andy Airy. And he said 60 of the Airy Airways posse left Bristol at 5.15am to Victoria Dock, London, travelled by cable car over the Thames to the start where many wore Sodbury Slog T-shirts, which is our local Remembrance Sunday race. Two minutes silence at breakfast after in the O2 building. And there was a picture of the very large group at Victoria Dock. The Sodbury Slog. <laughs> Sounds challenging. <laughs> yes. I'm going to have to look it up, but um, no, thanks, Andy, and and thank you, everyone. Um, yeah, we, we covered some ground uh, in the Adventurous Club and uh, in Dances this week, and I'm looking forward to hearing about uh, where the club's up to. But for now, uh, I suppose we have some more important business to attend to, and that is a matter of, of an Obi, Mel. Yes, would you like to do the honours? Yes, please. I have an envelope here. Um Thank you to everyone for leaving the space very, very clean. Um, this week's Obi goes to Gemma Holly. <laughs> well done, Gemma. And good on you for dressing up and getting into the spirit at the seventh anniversary out there at Nepean River. I have not done that event myself, but I do look forward to getting to it eventually. It's, um, it's a good one out there. But um, I think um, after all the fun and excitement at Dazza's, I, I think it's time now to switch across to another segment. Club Corner is back once again. Uh, so let's pause and listen to Rachel. This is Rachel with Club Corner, where we talk about the what and why of parkrun clubs, and I am coming to you from Aranda Country. Today I'm going to talk about Tox homework from last week, I have done the hard yards and put in the elbow grease. We learned about the English language alphabet and parkrun, back in Club Corner number 2, scroll back in your feed if you need to remind yourself and listen to episode 319 Alphabet Ears from January 2023. Back then the letter C was living large in Australia, with 49 event names, and letter M following with 44 event names. The bottom end of the pack saw the letters I and V, 
both used only thrice each, and said only once in Australia. These days, around the end of October 2023, it's not much changed, with C now on 50, M on 46, I and V unchanged on 3 and Z still on 1. But I digress. Toc was wondering about how many times you can do the alphabet in the world. Well, one or no more. The answer is, 9. A caveat here first. This is the parkrun alphabet pushed into an anglicized English alphabet. Letters have been transformed to their closest resembling partner, and Polish and French parkruns are assumed to start with the event location name rather than all starting with P, because of Polish grammar etc. If you thought that Z would continue to be the problem child for the remainder of the world, you would be wrong. There are 12 Z, equal with 12 Y, and I has 14. So if those three aren't the limiting factor, which letter is, I am going to pause for dramatic effect, and feel free to shout out your guesses now. Dot. 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 The answer is Q, with only 9 in the world. As far as popularity goes, worldwide, as at around October 2023, for 5K parkrun events, the most popular starting letter is C with 180 events, followed by B with 176 events. If you are keen, I will list them all in order. Are you ready? Take a breath. C, B, S, M, W, P, H, L, T, G, R, A, D and K, N, F, E, O, V, J, U, I, Y and Z, and Q. That's your lot for the week, and remember, in Parkrun life, all non-milestone clubs are unofficial and unsupported by Parkrun, so stay tuned for future club corners. So great to have Rachel back giving us all the homework that we didn't have last week from Tony <laughs> about alphabets, all those alphabets. Yeah, well, and um, Mel, I suppose not unrelated to that, we've got mail. You've got mail. So we have a message from the messenger, David Messenger in this case, um, who has sent in an email and said, Hi, Mel. In the last week's pod, you discussed Cass Castleton achieving nine alphabets and you asked, what is the limit? I was intrigued, so I went and had a look from the current list of global events. The answer is nine, limited by Q. The second limit is 11 due to Z. The third limit is 12 due to Y. And the most common letter is C with 180. So you could join the Pirates Club 25 times over. Regards, David Messenger. And thank you for that, David. So we had feedback both from Rachel and David giving us some answers. Now, I noticed there was a little anomaly here. Tony, I had to go. Tony. <laughs> I called you Tony. Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's kind of my middle name, so I'll, I'll go by that. <laughs> it's like calling your husband the wrong name. I've done that too. <laughs> this isn't quite as bad. <laughs> um, yes, so I noticed there was a little anomaly there in the amount of Zs. Now, Rachel claimed that there was 12 and David has said 11. So we went to the adjudicators to try to figure out what was going on here with these Zs. And it does appear that there are 11 Zs or Z and 12 Z-like characters. So it's all down to interpretation because as Rachel said, we're trying to anglicise all the different languages into our alphabet that we recognise. 
Yes. Now, also note that Australia and New Zealand have five of the nine Qs in the world and eight of the Ys. Hence, uh, the alphabeteers, when they're up doing um, their repeats of alphabets, need to come out to the Antipodes. Yeah, one of the many reasons to make the visit, that's for sure. But... Um, yeah, we, we, we're quite fortunate in terms of the parkrun world in, term, in having that representation. And, um, yeah, th- thank you again to, to David and to Rachel um, for helping us answer that question. But, um, Mel, I did mention earlier on I was looking forward to hearing the latest numbers from the Consolidated Club report and am hoping you can enlighten me. I can. The Adventurers Consolidated Club Report for Saturday, the 11th of November, 2023, of a total of 505 members. Hooray, we made it. 378 there were three in South Africa and America and one event in Austria, Malaysia and Poland. Locally, we had adventures at 45 events in Kingsland, 43 events in the Greater State, 39 in New South Wales, 10 in South Australia. WANACT had seven, Tassie and the North Island had five and there was three on the South Island. Now, I haven't done international front because i thought we'd give some more love to new zealand this week ollie and say that there was a front of five at northern pathway in new zealand which was andrew Capel, claire taylor maurice cohen helen watson and alison king yes so uh yeah great to see some of the celebrations there We also had some milestones amongst our adventurers, um, which we've been able to source from from a few different points there. So congratulations to Chris Ruse, 209-2913, who ran a 250th milestone. Should I read out the Dazza's post, Mel? I think so, because he did also pop into Dazza's. That's right. That's right. I, I felt torn not reading that, so uh, I'll jump straight in. I celebrated my 250th park run today at Jill's Park Run, where I started almost eight years ago. I had my son and fellow adventurer Nathan with me, and we also met another fellow adventurer, Andrea, who was celebrating her 100th, and Chris shared a picture of himself and Nathan in the selfie frame. Now, the aforementioned Andrea was Andrea Booth. 4910289 who ran a 100th milestone and um there we are andrea also popping in saying being reflective and grateful for those who have and do serve our country this remembrance day personally i had a fantastic park run celebrating my 100th milestone with family friends and my gels park run community such beautiful people thank you And Andrea's photo was a lovely photo of herself with the 100 sash, uh, a cape, and 100 sign. Um, So congratulations also to Andrea. Now, the milestones continued with Amelia Garner, 520-3385, with a 50th milestone, and Mark Scarborough, who uh, on a... uh, 
rather special parkrun day for him. Uh, so Mark Scarborough being 732901, marking his 250th milestone. Now, Mark's name may come up again in a moment, but I am going to read out Mark's uh, Daz's post as well, which was uh, parkrun number 250 on my 10th anniversary parkrun. After six years, I finally got a new parkrun PB on the undulating Wagga Bridge parkrun course, and Mark shared a finished photo of the feat. Now, uh, I have gone and, and thrown in the spoiler there for the adventurous PBs there, Mel. You have. So we have first Erin Phillips, 76069399, who ran a PB at Stones Corner of 4137. Well done, Erin. And also Mark 732901 ran a PB at Wagu Bridge. 2334. So there's a lot going on. A 250 milestone on his 10th anniversary and an all time PB. That is bloody marvelous. Congratulations, Mark. Congratulations, everyone. And of course, everyone, please remember if you would like us to track these achievements, uh, you can add the Adventurers Club as one of your five affiliations on your Parkrun profile. Now, you might have picked up, we, we, we have had a launch this week, Mel. <laughs> we have. We had the Northern Parkway Park Run, as we have already covered in New Zealand, uh, in the Auckland area, with 264 finishes, 25 volunteers, and 25 people running their first ever park run. Would you like to describe the course? I would love to. Thank you. Um so the course, starting at the public reserve, uh, head across the bridge and down onto the northern pathway, head out to a turnaround point near Rosedale bus station, turning to go back up the path and past the bridge down to the second turnaround at Otiha Valley Road. Return up the pathway to the pedestrian bridge and finish back in the reserve. And uh, I apologise for the pronunciation. I looked at that earlier and I really didn't know how to pronounce that. So um, please look up the course description just to be absolutely sure. does sound like a good one. And, uh, yeah, well done for New Zealand. Yes. But looking forward, what have we got to look forward to, Ollie? A whole lot of ugly. A whole <laughs> lot of ugly. Um, as those final ugly singlets uh, are heading out tomorrow. And our Aussie oars should should uh, be received this week. I mean, these these um, elves have been working feverishly and, um, yeah, they have supported us so well. Um, so we look forward to that and, um, yeah, look forward to seeing some of the, the first sights and first delights of their receipt. I am very excited. I am, like, continuously checking my mail <laughs> and <laughs> very keen to get my hands on that ugly to potentially wear this week. Yeah, that's right. There's nothing saying that you need to wait for International Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day, uh, which I believe is December 16, 2023, um, to wear your uglies. But um, I am looking forward to that date all the same. And if you haven't already marked it in your calendar, please go look it up. If you're on Facebook, check out the event and um, join us with a celebration of ugliness Tinsels all around. But, Mel, maybe a bit closer in the near future, uh, do you have another park run planned? 
Where are you this Saturday? Well, I do. And I think I have mentioned that I've got a couple of weeks where I'm just hanging local. So this week will be another repeat for me. And I think, I think I'm going to be at Kaki Parky, which is otherwise known as Kakarook Park Run, the home park run of Chris Ruse. So I don't know if he'll be home. But anyway, that is likely where I will be. Oh, lovely. What about you, Ollie? Well, yes, I will be back out completing a real-life park run, and I, I am sincerely hoping, unless unforeseen events get in the way, of finally, <laughs> finally hitting event number 50, as I was ever so close last month to doing so at the very same park run that I plan on heading to, which is Kingston Park Park Run in Tassie, down in Litoroita. So, um yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that, Mel. That's wonderful. Probably going to take it easy. <laughs> yeah, you won't have it. We, oh, I hope there's somebody there that you know to share the occasion with you. But we'll be cheering for you and celebrating. Make sure you post in Dazzers. I will. I will, absolutely. And, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, just maybe I'll be able to convince my little brother to come and make an appearance. Uh, but needless to say, I look forward to it. Um, yeah, a real-life park run. It's almost a novelty for me. Mm. <laughs> and would you like to remind everybody why you're going to be back in Tasmania? Oh, well, uh, aside from absolutely loving the state, uh, I'm back uh, for my second attempt at the Point to Pinnacle, which is um, the half marathon that goes from the Rest Point Casino in Hobart, in, in Nipaluna, up to the top of Kanani or Mount Wellington. And um, last year when I took that on, yeah, it was uh, it was a challenge. It was the best experience uh, running-wise of my life so far. Um, I had trained and I had a great amount of support to, to fundraise uh, for the Carries Beanies for Brain Cancer Foundation and um, and once again I've, I've had that same support. So as of today I've just hit the fundraising goal which feels fantastic to be able to do so and um, I won't be anywhere near the pace I was last year but I'm looking forward to dragging myself up that mountain. Well, Ollie, you keep your eyes out. We're going to have some other adventurers um, having a crack at that uh, point to yes. as well because Martine Barrett is entered as a walker and Andrew Johnson is going to be chasing you up the mountain. Excellent. Or I'll be chasing Andrew. We'll see. <laughs> so good luck to all of you in that event. Thank you, Mel. Yeah, no, look uh, look forward to it and, um, and a bit of a rest afterwards. But in the meantime, I do look forward to, to listening to next week's pod as well. But I think, you know, given that, Mel, I will I'll go on and say, as always, everyone, uh, you can contact us via Parkrun Adventurers on Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. But that is it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures.